0: Welcome back everyone to episode number 161 of stream of thought and let me tell you every once in a while we have to express our frustrations and go through the process of healing and victor is here for me to allow me to share some of the um the eccentricities of uh technology as well as the frustrations that we have with friends and family
1: you guys are in for a treat that's all I have to say. Episode 161. We know you'll enjoy.
0: <sighs> fuck me. God damn it. What's going on over there? It's always talk to me. It's always something. Like literally. So I did I did 3 tests prior to this and they all this was, like, three hours ago. They still say live now, and I can't turn it off. Like, they're... Just, just ignore it. it. It, But that's the problem, though, is that it's not a video. It's a live now, which is different and is very, very, very frustrating. There are so many things. So my question to you
1: so is, my question to you is, It is it one of those things that's very annoying because you want to fix the problem right now? Or is it in some way hindering the recording of this podcast oh wait hold on it's in the computer it's in the computer is rick's about to beat the machine what's happening click click type type Advanced settings blah 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 looks like you're reading the matrix right now
0: oh you have no idea okay hold on hold on hold on i think i can i think i can make this work Sorry. I'm, like... Because, I mean, dude, like, you know... You know the relevance of being able to... It's going on a fucking hour and a... Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Bro, uh, sorry. Like, this is kind of... I mean, I've been trying to figure this out for... Why? Why? End stream. How hard is it? Why don't you try, uh... Just restarting your computer. No, it has nothing to do with the computer.
1: Okay, well then (laughs) let's just forget it and start recording this episode. Whatever.
0: I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm gonna be in a very sour mood though. I'm just I'm I'm letting you know right now. I'm going to be in a very sour mood. (laughs) All right. Well if that's
1: the case then fix whatever you need to fix.
0: I'll wait. Like I know you wanna go right away, but (laughs) Bro, like This, this has to be, this has to be fixed. Do you want to,
1: do you want to focus all your attention on that and then just text me whenever you're ready and we'll just go then?
0: Do you you have shit to do? You have shit to do, right? (laughs) Well, I don't want to sit here and watch you.
1: (laughs) It's not that I have shit to do. It's that I have, it's that I have shit that I could do. Okay, let's do it. Fine. What do you want to do? Do you want to start the episode or do you want to let's, focus? Let's I'm let's okay the with it.
0: Episode. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so, uh, how's your David going today? What are you up to?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not answering. Oh that my question. gosh you can all right you well let start things off fuck yourself
1: to start things off i went to the park today okay so get this so i went to will rogers park which i i used to go to like once a week for a few months and then i just haven't been for like for several weeks so i was like oh i definitely need to make a trip to the park i haven't been there in a while i get there and what are they doing they're doing the landscaping, which I never see them do, which is so annoying because, like, you can't enjoy yourself and you don't want to be in the way when they're cutting the grass and they have the weed whackers going. And, dude, they were there forever. I was sitting in my car for, like, 15 minutes waiting for them to finish. And then they weren't done. And so then I decided to get up and I walked around the block. They still weren't done. Then I read across the street, like, on this, underneath this tree, for, like, another 15 or 20 minutes. And then finally they were somewhat done they were just blowing the clippings and collecting they were done cutting everything but it's funny because like the grass does it's so weird because grass doesn't grow quickly out here like it does in the midwest yet you still have uh maintenance people like cutting the grass and i'm thinking why are you cutting the you don't need to cut the grass right now it's like an an inch and a half tall. This is completely unnecessary. It just goes from short to shorter, not from long to short, like in the Midwest. And so it was completely unnecessary. It was just very annoying. So that was one of the frustrations I had with my day was finally get time to go to the park. I go to the park and they're doing the maintenance and it's taking forever to get done. And it almost threw me off. It was almost like, well, I don't even want to read Kind of like when you go to the gym and people are fucking around in the equipment or, like, people are talking to you and you get thrown off. It's like, well, why am I even at the gym then right now? So that was super annoying. But what is nice is the sun is back out and the sky is blue. I noticed that in the
0: background. Congratulations (laughs) on being able to, like, see blue sky for the first time. So the
1: smoke has dissipated from L.A. I don't know how the Bay Area is doing right now. So. He, but here,
0: here's the weird thing: but, is my mom wanted to convince me that the smoke from California was causing the sky in Glen Ellen to be red? I was like, that I don't think that's how geography works or physics or anything uh, like that. But I mean, she was she was cons- convinced because she like I guess a couple of uh, like weather like the WGN weather was saying, well, you're gonna get a red sky because of the smoke. It's like. It, did it really move across half the country to block out the sun in the Midwest? I find
1: that very hard. to I believe. I find that
0: very hard to believe. Just, I, I mean, I, yeah, just, yeah. But anyway, no. I'm going to. I'm going to say no. I'm to that. glad that there is light in the back of your uh, image right now. I can, I can see the, the the sun shining through, and it looks to be white light. Right? White light coming through.
1: Yeah, because I was out when I was out. Today I was like, "Oh man, it's it's warm out." I mean, the weather's always nice, but when the smoke was in the air, the sun wasn't. You weren't getting as, as much as the, of the sun rays as you normally do. So for a while, it was relatively cooler. Uh, but yeah, sun is shining as usual, with the exception of the smoke. <laughs>
0: that well, was there. well, well, well. Good that uh, there there's some rays of light. For me, I've been this ball of anxiety and energy for probably the past like three days now (laughs) so have you been running huh have you been running that's why
1: that's why you got the ball of anxiety
0: well and when a bunch of things kind of coalesce together at the same time uh it always it always adds to that element of emotional instability when it comes to my own personal experience anyway so right yeah i feel that well, okay, so so let me let me share my kind of um the chronology of how this has been building up over the past since Tuesday basically. So <laughs> I'll I'll make it brief. Um but you know how I was mentioning you know, I member of Gamblers Anonymous and they finally decided to start doing the in-person GA meetings um at the right. location that we had done before that I used to go to every Tuesday and um I've got my friend my my friend with the confederate tattoo on his bicep um who I talk to on like a semi weekly basis and we just chat um overall good he's a good dude all that but he's wanted to pick me up and drive me to the GA meeting as we've done in the past prior to or pre pre COVID type stuff. And so not only am I burdened with the fact that I, I'm living with several individuals who are in the high risk category, but I'm also having to talk to somebody who doesn't take this seriously. Like he, he literally doesn't give a fuck about COVID and he thinks it's all just a democratic hoax and stuff like that. So I, you know, I, I, I ended up telling him that I didn't feel comfortable going in a little more expressive of a way that I intended. And it it seemed like he got very, uh, upset the fact that I, he's like, well, if you, if you don't want, if you don't want to see me, just say that. And I'm like, it's not that dude. Like it's fucking COVID. Like, do you like, but I didn't, I didn't, I, at that point I just stopped responding emotionally but i was like bro like it's fucking COVID. i know you don't take it seriously but i'm living with people in the high risk categories like why why does it have to be oh like if you don't want to if you don't want to talk with me or, or see me in person then just tell me it was i was very offended by that and and that was kind of, that kind of got the ball rolling when it came to my emotional state over the course of this week
1: now is this in a phone call or via text, text. message
0: text via text
1: Okay, and when you say you were a little more expressive than you intended, what does that mean exactly?
0: (laughs) Um, I would...
1: (laughs) Give me a synopsis of the exchange of messages.
0: The message basically, uh, I may have said something to the extent of, I don't want to kill my parents. Which is why I'm hesitant to, like, we should drive separately because I don't want to kill my parents, was basically the synopsis of it. You know me, I tend to be a little more tactful when it comes to expressing things. But that's basically the message I think that he heard, is that I don't want to drive with you, or I don't want you to pick me up, and we can drive separately and go there because I don't want to kill my parents. Or have the opportunity, like, make make it more likely to kill my parents. Okay, so
1: and so then he was like, you if you don't want to hang out with me, just say so, man. Yes. And so then you saw that was after the most recent meeting or that happened and then you saw him at the meeting.
0: No, he ended up uh, canceling. He's just like, I'm not going. Uh, There's a problem at home or something like that, which I'm sure was an excuse. But I, I am certain that my text predicated that decision for him just to not even go at all. God. He got very he got very offended <laughs> the fact that I would not be comfortable driving with him.
1: So at the meeting, is everyone? Aware, how many people are there compared to what, the number I, of people? I, that no, used to I go? didn't go. Oh, no. I thought
0: you drove yourself there. No, no, I said I would if he was going. I mean, we haven't seen each other in quite a bit of time, but no, I didn't end up going. And it's like, I, even if it's outside or whatever, I I want to minimize the potential for any thing going south, kind of thing. That's the attitude that I take. Like, overly cautious or whatever, (laughs) of just making sure that, you know, if there's a 2% chance that something bad could happen, then you shouldn't do it. Because, well, that 2% is now 50-50. That's the way, I mean, that's just the, I I don't know, it's a psychological thing I've been raised with, so. Your, 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 Your silence, your... I, I feel as though you have many things that you want to say right now. Pushing COVID aside, right? Anything
1: where you're like, if there's a 2% chance of failure or a 2% chance it's not going to work out or a 2% chance of whatever, it's like, well, then, I don't know. It's just like you're not living, bro. You're not living life. You're living in fear. Again, this has nothing to do with like COVID, but like you're just
0: being in a constant state of being worried, Yes, I have this apocalyptic belief in certain things that, you know, very minimal perspective. You know me. I mean, I'm a compulsive gambler. So risk has been in my blood for the past 10 years. But now I'm in this place where I think to myself, well, you know, it's it's about proportionality. But I don't want to take a gamble if I don't have to, right? You, you don't want to do something that is totally unnecessary, and will put you or your family in risk, and so that's kind of where I come come out from. If that makes sense, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but there's a difference between there's a difference between making decision making decisions without emotion and making decisions decisions with emotion. So if you're saying if you're analyzing computing da 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 and you assess that you should not do this, that's one thing as opposed to <laughs> and just, you're like, freaking out and making your decision based on that.
0: Although, honestly, dude, you know me from high school. I would like to think that I'm a very different person than the freak-out Ricks that you used to know. <laughs> like, in reality, dude, you understand, you understand the core essence of my, my, like, upbringing and personality and stuff like that. Like, you've seen much worse than this right in in instances where i'm um kind of just get super hyper about something or get super anxious about something you've seen oh
1: you mean like seven minutes ago
0: right before we started the episode <laughs> you know point point to whatever frame of reference you want to you, you want to make this argument from i'm not i'm not arguing with it you know, about that yeah
1: no i got At you. All. no i understand you know that part of my personality, part of my essence that you should know from high school is that I'm going to, you know, prod a little bit to get a you reaction like fu- and see what like happens. You with people.
0: <laughs> you, you enjoy, you love the opportunity to just mess with people. So, yes.
1: Let's just throw
0: a grenade and see what happens. <laughs> so, this was the other thing. And this is the other thing that kind of, ca- kind of built up to it, where I just, I have this kind of internal... Um, defense mechanism or whatever where when I see hypocrisy it just really frustrates me and uh, you know I've talked about my brother quite a bit on this podcast and uh, I had a chance to have a conversation with him I think it was on Tuesday night Wednesday I just one. need to
1: say real quick we need to have your brother on the podcast
0: Oh, that would be that would be a very bad idea i'm I'm down, down for, for it I'm down pasa. bro I'm down for it but I'm just telling you right now that would be a very bad idea i i would love i would I love think it'd be <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> a special episode all right i'll I'll talk with him all right
1: anyway continue so you spoke to him uh the other day right yes and and wh- where were you going no this? we
0: oh right so we were we were just talking and a lot of times we get into. Is
1: this before or after he's giving you an update on the progress of his uh, video game campaign?
0: After it's always after. It's always, <laughs> that's always number one. Like the the status of how he's doing in this video game <laughs> takes takes Preston before the deeper conversations. It's the it's it's the lube. It's the lube to just yeah. squeeze it in there, and
1: it's the prerequisite before any legitimate conversation.
0: Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> we start talking and, um, we get to the topic of, you know, character defaults, right? Because I had, I think I'd had a conversation, um, I think, well, I think it was from Tuesday that I was kind of just venting or whatever, processing, talking with him, all that. And, um, yeah, we have been surprisingly over the, the period of quarantine, I will say this, it has been phenomenal to be totally open and honest with my brother in a way that I don't think that we would be able to pre-quarantine, where um, he is he has told me to my face, not in anger or anything like that, like you're a liar, you're a thief, you're a cheat, like all those things from what I've done, right? So that's kind of what's burdened his soul. He was able to, to share that with me, and it's been it's. You know, it's not untrue, right? It is who I am. And so we've opened up that catalyst where we talk a little bit more about deeper stuff, which is really awesome because it helps the whole processing element. But there was something that added to my frustration, which was so in my in my mind anyway, right? He would dispute this. But in my mind, he's a very sensitive soul. In the way where when you criticize something that he does or a character attribute that he has, he just, he becomes so defensive where he goes on the attack. And it, it doesn't, it, it changes from talking about like, we're you know, just talking about whatever. And he's like, well, you do this, that, that, and the other thing, which is why you shouldn't have any reason to criticize me about something where it's like, I'm not criticizing you, it's just an observation. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, sibling sibling conversations are always, like, a weird middle ground. I don't know if this premise makes sense, because I know you and your brother have a good relationship, so I don't know if you've had those moments where there's a, there's a character defect where if you say something, it triggers them. It, like, it sets them off, like, with your brother. That does not
1: exist between my brother and no I. No
0: shit. Good for you. That's
1: awesome, man. I've never thought about that before.
0: Huh. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the 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 moment, the trigger moment was when I said, "I think that you're a sensitive person. I think that you take things very personally." And he's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean that I take things personally? Tell me an example of why I take things personally." And it's like, well, that's kind of my point. Is you're doing it right you're, now? <laughs> you're doing it right now. He's like, "No, no, I want an example. I want an example." Give me an example of when I take things personally. It's like well, aside from now, he's like, well, there's a reason that I'm doing that right now. Give me another example and so I give him another example and then he proceeds to spend the next 15 minutes explaining exactly why he was not being sensitive in that moment like that like sensitive or defensive in that moment and spends 15 minutes explaining the you know when he like say yelled at my parents or something like that. He spent 15 minutes talking about, well, why he had the right to yell at my parents. (laughs) And it's like, no, no, I wasn't being sensitive or defensive. Like, that's just, that's just, you know, uh, they were wrong and they do all these bad things. And who are you? Who are you to tell me that I'm sensitive? Because if I'm sensitive, that means you're sensitive. And I was just like, I, I don't like, at that point, I don't know how to have a conversation with a person like that, where it's like, you, you totally, you don't there there is a level of um like lack of objectivity where it's just not even worth having a uh continuing the conversation it was it was very surreal to me when i tell somebody that they're defensive or um you know sensitive and then they respond by being both defensive and sensitive but then attack me for even bringing that up it's like well but I tried to explain, you know, you have called me a liar, you have called me a cheat, you called me a thief, you called me all these different things, which in reality, I have been, right? But I listen, and I am willing to absorb those comments, and I try at the very least, and at this point in my life, I try to take that into consideration and make a conscious effort to do something different. And like it was, it was like talking to a brick wall. Like I literally, there, there was no progress. There there was nothing. I mean, he was going to, he was going to believe what he was going to believe. I mean, he was right. He's always right. And I asked him at the end, you know, what his character flaws were. And he said something to the extent of, Oh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I may play video games a little bit too much. Like that's his biggest character flaw is that he plays video games too much but
1: that, that has nothing to do with someone's character
0: and and that's what I tried to to <laughs> kind of pull out but it just it was like it was like speaking a foreign language right like he wasn't he yeah, wasn't I got hearing you. what i was saying so that was kind of that was that grouped in with the the other instance kind of just created a ball of tension that has rolled for the rest of this week
1: so uh, do you think that you have ever been like that in the past? Or have you do you perceive yourself as someone who for the most part has always been willing to listen? Or was there ever a time where you were always on the defense and then
0: attacked? Bro, fuck no. I mean like I'm like I am just as flawed as other people and I would like to think that my general attitude is one of listening, empathy and compassion. But bro, I mean I'm pointed out all the time, especially in ministry now where I have counters of people who are on a, on a call, like everything's done through zoom now. So like done in a call where um, Joe is probably my main, like centrifuge of saying, Oh, that wasn't really appropriate. You kind of overstepped your bounds. You didn't really say the right thing. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know what? I, I believe that I, I don't disagree. I mean, reflecting back on it and it's a self-reflection component where it's like, I I am fine being told that I'm wrong. Like, that means that I have the opportunity to learn and grow and become a better person. That's the attitude I take. Where it's like, yeah, I may be resistant at first, but I still listen to it. I, I reflect on it, and I try to figure out, is that just, like, uh, just a nasty person who is saying really bad things? Or is there an element of truth to that that I need to reflect internally try and modify my behavior.
1: I was trying to think because I, I do the same thing, but I don't recall there ever being, I mean, I like to think, I don't think I was ever the type of person that was always defensive, 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 but maybe the last, I don't know, five or 10 years, is when I've kind of been better at stopping my mind from jumping to a conclusion and then just kind of taking a moment to absorb and thinking, oh, okay. So I feel like if I were to self-analyze the last, you know, and I never had a reason ever growing up to be like, no, 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 I'm – I'm right. You're wrong. I'm with that such veracity. But it wasn't until again, like the last five or 10 years where I thought to myself, where I take a moment to try and tell myself, could you be wrong? If so, why? Okay. Maybe I am wrong. Okay. Okay. Got it. This is happening. uh, Moving on. Okay. But I don't get why. I mean, it's, it's definitely the ego. I mean, we've had this similar conversations before the ego defending itself, but I don't understand because I've never really known anyone. And it's never happened to me personally where somebody's experience, uh, in their, on this planet and their life experiences would cause them to create so many layers between their spirit and their ego to the point where, their spirit has zero chance at all to better itself, and the ego is in full control. And I, I do – because
0: I have thought about this quite a bit
1: and I... – Because there's even moments where even even in a heated argument or something happens, there's self-reflection that happens afterward later that day, the next day, the next week. where You're like, oh, you know what? I was wrong, and you apologize or whatever the case is. But do you think ever that people that are like that ever admit to themselves later that they're wrong and then suppress it, or does it even cross their mind after some time has passed that, uh, I don't know. Well, no, what, what
0: no. You I th- like you're you're totally on the right track right there. I, I completely agree with the the question of there are certain people like you. I really I genuinely think that you are probably one of the most empathetic people that I know, probably more empathetic than myself. In that you give people the benefit of the doubt. And that is phenomenal. You reflect on your own actions, stuff like that. It's just, it's a great experience. But then there are people who, and, and this is in GA, like getting to know people who were raised in situations where, like my friend, for example, with the Confederate tattoo, like he was raised in an abusive household. I mean, he, he grew up being told he was nothing and that everything that he said counter to his parents or to those around him was wrong. He was always wrong, 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 wrong. And I feel like that there's a similar element with, with my brother where he has been, he was, he was the rebel. He was the, the rogue child who used to always be in detention Used to all, you know always be causing trouble, causing mischief, so people around him during his most formative years were telling him he was wrong, 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 wrong wrong you 're wrong, you 're wrong, you 're wrong it 's like i 'm just doing my thing like i 'm just being my person, and all these people are telling me i 'm wrong without telling me why i 'm wrong, and there was no dialogue, there was no communication, and so it it calcified, it hardened, and it became this this kind of inner inner component to I think a lot of people's personalities where when you're told that you're wrong it's almost like PTSD where you remember from childhood or growing up during those formative years that everyone's always telling you you're wrong like you're always doing the bad thing but you, you know what you're doing you know you're right like ignore that and if anyone tells you differently show them that they're wrong kind of thing um, and so that, that I I don't know I mean that's that's the approach that I kind of have just viewed from both familial connections as well as um you know, just friends right you you get to see there are certain dynamics where I have plenty of friends who are not like that at all but the ones who are it normally is a trend it's normally a long lasting um, psychological injury that causes them not to be able to to even conceive of the possibility that they are wrong and it's i it's a pretty common thing right now man you look at you look at the world of politics you look at the world of social media everyone likes to be right and they get very offended when people tell them that they're wrong so that's just i don't know i don't know if you have uh some 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 philosoph- philosophical I mean, idea on that
1: well i don't know i guess i don't have the innate um drive that i have to be right like i don't care if if people think i'm right
0: but can you understand when other people
1: it's not a battle that, you know yeah I can understand right. that, for sure. Yeah, and because you're being cor- your back is against the wall, you're just constantly being cornered. Mm, that's and regardless a good way to put it. Arg- yeah.
0: Regardless yeah. of what
1: the argument is, you have to push back
0: because you're you feel threatened. Beautifully said. I th- I think that's probably the most succinct way to put it. We could totally just condense this episode into the, that that one sentence.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I've known some people. Like that, and it's at after a certain point, it becomes so exhausting it's so trying exhausting. to it's trying to help them. And it's like, all right, well, let me know when you get your shit together, because I'm done putting in all this effort trying to help you, help me, help you. So I think we're done here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't that the truth? You can't be rational with irrational people.
0: Right, but in their own minds, though, they're rational, and you can't
1: help. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, nobody in their mind is telling themselves that they are irrational. irrational. Yeah. Everybody's always right. In Everyone their own
0: mind, is always right part. in their own mind. That's the beauty of the human condition. So, anyway, what yeah. else? What what else is going on now that I've so get this? This virus?
1: bamboo plant, uh, it's it's still growing a little bit, it, not as quickly as it has been, like the last month. But now there's another bamboo shoot coming out from under the, under the, uh, soil. So I've got another one. So you have the stalk and then you have another one now that's coming out of the soil at an angle. And I'm like, dang, I need to get another pot soon. And I don't know when this thing's going to reach the ceiling, but it's kind of exciting watching it grow so fast. But at the same time, I don't want it to grow that fast. But it's fun, man. It's fun watching life flourish.
0: So when you got it, how how tall was it? It was was it just a shoot? Uh, little little baby uh, shoot.
1: No, it was maybe so. It was about maybe a foot tall. So yeah, so it was about a foot tall. But it, the shoot was was here. Hang on, I'll just grab it real quick so you can kind of see it. So, oh shit. I got to, like... Oh, damn. All right, so hang on. This is what I'm going to do. Holy cow. I'm going to walk backwards so you can kind of see how tall it is completely. Give me a second to close the blinds. All right, so now you can see it better. So I'm going to step back so you can see the whole thing, and then I'll bring it in. Shit, is
0: the blinds closed? Yeah, no, I can no, I can, I can still see it. Tell. I can see it. Yeah. That's... I'm done with so, this, Right, yeah. Don't, no, don't, I mean, that's like, you get that's a, good, that's a good, like, three, three, four, three and a half feet, three feet, something like that. I don't know, man.
1: Okay, so you can see the plant here, how it was, this is where I, you can see, <laughs> sorry for people listening, you're just going to have to do your best trying to figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the, it's a little bit thicker here. It looks like an actual piece of bamboo, classic bamboo shoot, and then it kind of curls, And then right above where it curls, it had these little, it's got these little things coming out. And so right here is where it started. And then everything above that.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. That. Hang on. I got to lower the plant even more, bro. That
0: is, is growing. Crazy. That is growing tall. See <laughs> Why are we not doing a live video right now? This this would look, be so enjoyable. Now, <laughs> That's
1: awesome. And now, you can't really see it. There we go. Now this little thing right here. Is you've you've, you've got a
0: little sprout coming out. Little little got new got a little shoot sprout coming out there. Let me put this Wow. So pretty exciting. My question then is uh what do you plan to do with the cuz I know like growing parsley and growing like sage and stuff like that there's practical uses for it. Are you planning for anything with this bamboo tree or just allowing it to to flourish and possibly create a a bamboo forest?
1: No dude, I'm just going to keep letting it grow. I'm going to I want to I want to hope to eventually have to put it I want to get it to touch the ceiling, twelve for sure. Ceiling? From having it on um, having it on the ground, touch the ceiling, and then from there,
0: I don't know. Make it make a new one. Break off a yeah, branch, planted,
1: dude. Maybe I'll get a few other ones and put them all around my. Yeah, I,
0: I actually I know, think that's kind apartment. of a, a really awesome idea. I mean, how original is that, though? I mean, you break off, you you have a plant of all these different bamboo shoots that are growing up. People walk into your house. It's like, yeah, I did this myself. <laughs> like, talk about yeah, talk, talk about a conversation starter. I also wanted to plant some weed, but not to harvest
1: or anything, but just to have a plant. Huh. But it's weird because now when you go buy weed, it's just the weed. It's not like back in the day, in you know Glen Ellen, you buy some weed and you maybe you get a few seeds in it. Right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But I need to get some weed seeds just to plant, just to have them. But yeah, I wouldn't want to harvest it. That'd be too much effort. If I wanted weed, I could just go buy some. But to plant some and just have another species of plant in the apartment, that would be cool. See, the internet is down. You are the host now. Ricks left the meeting. I thought that was the case when his photo had froze and uh, he wasn't saying anything after my bamboo comment. <laughs> and that would be Ricks right now. Hey dude, what's up? You're live with Stream of Thought. Fucking Christ. I swear I fucking hate <laughs> fucking hate my goddamn
0: fucking internet.
1: You hear that, Mrs. Thorsell? <laughs> <laughs> Quite the mouth on your son. Clean that out with some soap and water. Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ. What the hell? Like what the actual fuck? What do you think your, uh, from police to priest, listeners would think if they were <laughs> listening to this right now,
0: <laughs> bro? They, they would, bro,
1: they I don't would even feel, give a fuck. <laughs> they would feel my pain.
0: All right, hold on. I, all right, hang on. I'm,
1: I'm like, sending this. I'm sending this right now. Oh, I, I just can't believe this. I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm just. I'm just so angry. <laughs> it's all right. Like we said, even the Pope stubs his toe.
0: Even the Pope stubs his toe. All right, I am back on. Oh,
1: that is, that is just, that is, that is cherry on top of my shit It was funny because I was making my bamboo comment and then I saw the screen was frozen and then I made another bamboo comment that was completely unnecessary, but I just did it anyway thinking that maybe you were lagging and then I didn't have anything else to say and I saw that you were completely frozen and had... Uh, disconnected. uh, Father Joseph Cohn? Yeah, should I let him right. in? Oh, fuck. Hold on. Um, I'll admit yeah, him. Whatever. Why the fuck not? I don't care. We're at the end. Alright. I, like, bro,
0: you, oh, this is so disappointing.
1: What is going on yeah. over there? Okay, I have no idea. I can hear you. I think I hear some... Nice! Got some feedback. Alright, I'm hanging out.
0: Well, wow, fuck technology. So, yeah, now that we have like basically 10 minutes of just bullshit. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Welcome, welcome to my world, by the way, for you not being able to see me after we do this. I will say that... Sorry, Yeah, I feel like you're looking like you want to say something. Just say it. Just say
1: it. I was just, well, it's just one of those days. We're going to look back and we'll laugh on it, but I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck? I can't wait for the day when we all of our shit's brand new and we don't deal with this.
0: <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. I am actually thinking about investing in fucking like equipment that actually works consistently because I've been having so many different issues when it comes to um, just getting the stuff across. And this literally like the fact that there's a black screen right now, I'm, I'm, I see you, but I don't see me. And the fact that this exists right now is just beyond infuriating. In addition to the fact that, That, uh, the podcast that we had recorded, uh, Father Joe and I had recorded earlier today ended up turning out to, when I looked at the replay for the live stream, I was glitching. Like, like, I don't know if it was my camera or if it was my internet or what, whatever the hell it was. I was so obsessed probably
1: the internet. If you're glitching, it's got to be,
0: it has to do with the connectivity. But you know, I still, I still also have a grainy image too, where it's like this is a brand fucking new computer, and it's giving me like pixelated images of myself. But it's really it's still
1: got to be the, it's still got to be the connection.
0: Ah, yeah. The the connection, the connection will lead to the lag for sure. Like, but the the video quality is determinant on the the high-quality video that you're you're doing it. Like, you, right now, I'm looking at you, you have a very high pixelated um, video stream. Whereas myself, I have a fucking blocky little laggy whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: but don't you think, even if the image is crystal clear, if if the Wi-Fi is trying to take that image... And feed it through the internet. That it still, even if the image is crystal clear, that it could take the image and distort it as it's passing it through the ethos.
0: I have no fucking clue, man. It is so frustrating, though. It's like an extra thing that you like. Don't, it's like the internet need. or the
1: Wi-Fi is trying to play catch up. It has all of this. It has all of this information that it's trying to take and pass, but it's behind. But it's just constantly behind, so it can't. Fe- I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know anything about technology when it comes to things of that nature. But it becomes and it, Wi-Fi, well, it, and
0: that's my point, whatever. though, is that it becomes very frustrating when you don't, when you aren't able to solve these problems like instantaneously, like just getting it done, like fix it we're all good no no it is a process of like fucking 24 hours of doing shit all right so i feel like we're at the end of this episode i'm kind of at the end of my wits so for sure why don't you send
1: me your audio i'll take care of this one for you are you (laughs)
0: uh, are you serious you're you're willing to you're willing to suffer that really yeah i this is gonna be brutal this is going to be tough. So if you i mean,
1: there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot that I just have to cut out, instead of trying right. to pick, a, instead of trying to you know slice away like a surgeon. There's, some, I'm just going to have to hack <laughs> off like a fucking, like a you know, instead of being a surgeon from the 21st century, I'm just going to have to be a surgeon like from the 1860s, just hacking off limbs. <laughs> I can't Damn. go. No scalp. No scalpel on this edit.
0: Hacksaw all the way. <laughs> okay. I, I like that analogy. I feel like that's so yeah. apropos. All right, cool. We're good. We're good. We can, we can send end it here. Until oh, episode number 161. Until next time. Until
1: next time. Talk to me. Hey, are you still on? Right. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm on. Do you need me to send you another invite? Uh, no, I think it the
0: fuck is... Literally, what the fuck is going on? No internet. No internet. Okay, hold
1: on. Okay. Dude, I can hit record and you can just... uh You can just do your intro over the phone into the microphone. <laughs> this is...
0: At this point, this is insane. This is like genuinely. I am fucking losing my mind right now. <laughs> the, I I cannot believe this. There's no no goddamn fucking internet. How the fuck is this possible?
1: How? I think if you how just use the possible? word fuck a few more times, the internet will start working. I am pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe you should come out to California. There's there's plenty of internet out here. Do you remember that that South Park episode where they do like this Oregon trail out to California to look for internet? Uh, No, I never really watched. um, I watched it in college a little bit. Anyway, listen. Okay, listen. I'm recording right now. Say what you want to say through the phone and it'll be recorded. Unless you want to just try and do the recording tomorrow or if you just want me to do it by myself.
0: Hold on, hold on. There could be an issue.
1: Or just do the recording through your phone and then just send it to me. There could be an
0: issue. What is going on right now? What the fuck is going? Hold on. Give me, give me five minutes, please. Give me five minutes. I need to make sure.
1: Take this however is... much time you need. All
0: right. Give me, give me
1: five. Okay. All right. Timer starts okay. now.